This episode of the Better Every Shift podcast is brought to you by Lexipol, the experts in policy, training, wellness support, and grants assistance for first responders and government leaders. To learn more, visit Lexipol.com. That's L-E-X-I-P-O-L.com. Now let's get into the show. Hey, everybody, Aaron Zamzow here with the Better Every Shift podcast. With me, as always, Janelle Fasquet, who, uh, Janelle, have you recovered from FDIC? Oh, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. It, it takes like a solid week, right, to recover from FDIC? Well, especially when you had to follow me around and had me uh, kind of go with you. Today, we're going to talk about the best of FDIC. We'll recap a little bit. We'll talk about some of the, the common themes that we saw there, our greatest moments, our greatest hits, I guess is what you could say. Um, it was great to be back. We were talking that this is the first time in four years you have been back to a full-fledged big conference like this. Uh, the numbers are in on FDIC, and I think the biggest thing to think about, uh, talk about is 52,000 attendees, 800 exhibitors, 250 education sessions. This seems to be the biggest show since COVID. Oh, far and away, for sure. Uh, and for the record, I have not confirmed the 52,000 dives, the number I have heard. And, you know, in past years at FDIC, when on that final day, when they make the announcement over the loudspeaker, there have been times I've thought, really? Was it really 35,000 people? Was it really that? Okay, 52, I could totally believe it this year because it just felt like everything was packed everywhere you went, lines into the hallways where people are lining up trying to get into sessions. Exhibit hall was packed. Lucas Oil was pretty packed. They had a different setup this year with Lucas Oil, <clears throat> which I think helped um, get some more folks over there. But yeah, I honestly was not surprised by that number. It is astounding. It's a huge number, by far yeah. the biggest, at least on U.S. soil. I'm, I'm not sure how big it gets over in, in Germany at, at the big show it, there. there but. Yeah. Inner shuts does get fairly, fairly large. Yeah. Um, I think one thing you learned and we'll talk about this probably is that you need different shoes, but cause we're, <laughs> I, I got, I actually, my, uh, you know, it is spread out. It's at Lucas oil stadium. It's at, uh, there's exhibit hall convention center. And I, one, one time I looked down at my steps, my pedometers, I had over 22,000 steps in one of the days. Dang. So yeah, make sure you bring your running shoes. But I think, you know, if, if someone's listening and they haven't had the opportunity to go to FDIC or a big conference or even a little conference, uh, the takeaway from this, uh, as you're listening is, is make plans to do so. Uh, a lot of the conversations that I had, you know, around just the fire service and and this is the first thing I think when people say, when they say, hey, how was FDIC? My first thought is, it's great to see everybody back out again and excited to interact and learn and work on improving. You know, I mean, that's one of the main reasons we have these big shows is mm -hmm. people attend these conferences or these education sessions and they get fired up to, you like how I use that, by the way, no pun intended, but to, uh, to learn and to be better, which is the whole emphasis of this podcast. Uh, what was the, what, what's the, you know, what do you say when people ask you how the show went? Oh, just to reiterate, just how massive it was. But yeah, like you mentioned earlier, 
I hadn't been to a show since Fire Rescue International in 2019, which was, you know, late in the year and then COVID happened. And so I think this was the first time. I mean, people have went to the show last year, you know, FDIC last year, but this was the first year back where it really felt like in force. People are hungry to get back out there, to reconnect, to learn something. And you just see it in the numbers and you saw it in the hallways. Like it was crazy. Yeah. People interacting again, people, uh, you know, again, comparing notes. Uh, this actually was, I was at a conference locally here in uh, where I live in Wisconsin, um, the Sawdust Fire Expo. And I saw some, some people from that expo back down at FDIC again, which was again, great. It's just to, it, when you surround yourself and put yourself in some of these environments, it's contagious. You really start to feel like, Hey, okay. You know, uh, when you're back in your own home station or your department, sometimes you, you, you can lose a little bit of that fire and conferences are ways to reignite it. And uh, yeah. it was great to see that was really going on. So Aaron, with all the events, all the craziness, everything we saw, what was your favorite special event? There were a lot. So what's the answer yeah, re- you? It's hard. That's a, a great question. I normally at these conferences, I have, I speak and, um, and this was one of the first where I was kind of on the other side and was able to interact more. Uh, thank you to Fire Rescue One and Lexpo for that uh, opportunity. But I and then I also was able to participate in the stair climb event, which is uh, the National Fallen Firefighters Stair Climb event. I'm, I've done some work with that organization. I'm very fortunate, but I never have done the stair, the stair climb. And um, this year, I said, "Hey, I'm going to do this." I didn't practice or I didn't train for it, but I, you know, I, I kind of I knew what I was up against. And and to me, the beginning of that event and just looking around and as you're walking through Lucas Oil, you're going up the steps and people are coming down and you start to build this, this almost like as you keep going, you can see everybody's just starts to get more and more fatigued, but the camaraderie. And so I always remember a, it was hot up there and B just how everybody kind of picked each other up. Didn't matter where you're from. I, I have to give a shout out to uh, chief Owen from uh, Victoria, Australia, who was there, he was right in front of me and we were kind of cheering everyone on. He had a much better accent than I did. So of course people listened to him, but just that, that'll always vividly uh, play in my mind. I was able to walk for one of our, our fallen brothers from, um, nine 11 and, uh, knew some people who actually knew that knew him. And, and so that to me will always stand out. Um, what about you? What, what's one thing you've, you were all, <laughs> you were having to follow me in most of these cases. What do you, what will you remember? <laughs> Well, uh, at the risk of sounding like a total imposter, I have to say the stair climb as well. I did not do the stair climb myself in the way that you did, but I did a version of it, which was chasing you around, (laughs) trying to get video of you and Chief Bayshore, um, amongst others. So, um, and you were up in the tippy tippy top of Lucas Oil. So um, it was kind of funny. I was just dodging around trying to, I may have been ducking under some some tape and whatnot, play, going places I probably shouldn't be going in order to capture some of that footage. But it was a really, really powerful event. Everything from the beginning, the speeches at the beginning, and then the bagpipes kicking everything off, and then watching everyone. And, you know, I, I was up there in the stands filming, and, you know, people are 
just crashing around, just taking a break. Like they just needed a time out just to breathe a little bit because it is hard work up there and it was hot up there. And, you know, I just, I really appreciated seeing how many people, you know, even when someone is literally just sitting down, taking a breather and people are walking past them, they're just saying, you got it, brother, hang in there, brother, you know, take your time. There's no shame in taking a rest during the stair climb. Um, And I also want to give a shout out to you because even though you weren't wearing full turnout gear, you literally ran back to the booth to grab your backpack, which was heavy because you wanted to simulate wearing the pack. And I just kudos to you for wanting to simulate that moment. I thought, you know, that's, that's brotherhood, you know, and that's what I really appreciated the most. That stands out to me. It's just not only you, but everyone there really just cheering each other on and offering support. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I was, I was really kind of surprised. Thank you, by the way. And it, it was, it was great to be able to do that. Um, you know, again, knowing some people that were impacted and they were there, uh, there, there were some members from, um, FDNY that were there on nine 11, as you walked, it started, began your, your, you know, ascent into it, your shaking hands and they were, they thanked and they, they shook the hands, Victor, uh, chief Sarnaki were there, uh, uh, you know, the, the leaders of the national fallen firefighters foundation were there. Every single person that, that started got a handshake and got a thank you. And, um, it was a, it was a great event. I, I, when I started walking, there was an individual who was actually playing the dispatch from nine eleven, oh, the actual wow. event, and um, that was very moving and uh, kind of gives me a little bit of chills. But yeah. Um, yeah. you know, I I think the takeaway for anyone listening, if you have an opportunity to do it, a train for it a little bit, I would recommend, and get some some people together from your department and, and go participate. It's for a great cause. Number one. And number two, the other benefits, um, that you'll see. And, and, you know, it's, it's, like I said, it's, it's continually fired me up to do another one. So yeah. Yeah. And great event. just to put a fine point on that, there are these events all over the country. Um, Lambo has one of the biggest, right? Yes. So, you know, you don't have to wait for FDIC. Uh, to do a stair climb, sign up in your in your neck of the woods. Um, great cause. And if you want uh, sub training for it, I have some ideas on how you can do that. You can reach out to me through the podcast, and um, you know, I, I'd be willing to put together a team for Better Every Shift. To be honest, so reach out if you're interested and you, you want to get your department involved. Yeah. So, and I want to ask, you know. Now, there's a lot of climbing, a lot of running around the stairs, but there's also a lot of running around the exhibit hall and just the hallways getting from classroom to classroom. Uh, we're running into people constantly. So any any memorable moments for you running into folks in the hallway? Do you have a favorite hallway run-in moment? I, I ran into Chief Waldo, Josh Waldo. You were there and you just kind of stood back and you just, I, I we talked about it afterwards, but uh, Chief Waldo and I are, are, are kindred spirits. I think we have a lot of the same passions and drives. And so I, I didn't expect to see him. I know he flew in real, really quickly and then ha- had to go out, uh, fly out, but, uh, I just running into him, um, thanking him for being on the podcast. If you haven't listened to his episode, I would highly recommend it. And just, uh, talking about, you know, we really talked about some of the things that, you know, a lot of, a lot of, 
people aren't going to want to hear, but, you know, we talked about the sleep epidemic that's in, um, kind of, that's, that's really starting to, uh, become more and more prevalent. Uh, the data is really starting to push towards that. We talked about um, some options about, you know, what we could do about that and, and how that links into our mental health and our, our general health. And then just, uh, you know, I think we both kind of looked around and we're smiling about, hey, the, the fire service is, the camaraderie is there. The fire is there to improve. And, and it was great just to kind of fire, fire that stuff out with him. That was a really great moment too, because like you said, I was there and I was kind of standing back in part because I was just like, it's just like watching a tennis match or something because watching you two go, it was like, there was just this force and all of a sudden you guys were like in an instant solving all the fire service problems. (laughs) Like, I mean, this was not a stop quick, casual, hey, how's it going? Great to see you. It was like, all right, how do we solve the sleep deprivation crisis? What do we do about staffing issues? Like you guys were just getting into it. And I was like, just listening, absorbing, also struggling with, okay, we have to be at an appointment in like 10 (laughs) minutes, but they are literally solving problems right here in the hallway, like outside, you know, the main exhibit hall floor. And it was just, it was, it was great being a fly on the wall to that conversation because I was just like, Oh my gosh, why do I not have a tape recorder going right now? These two are just going for it. Yeah. We should have recorded it. Well, and you had some great run-ins. Who was your kind of uh, great uh, hall hallway run-in? Well, you know, the one that comes to mind for my, for me, wasn't a hallway per se, but at the NFFF um, at the stop, drop rock and roll event, um, I did, see uh, Chief John Oates with the International Public Safety Data Institute, who I've been working with on our What Firefighters Want survey. And that was sort of another moment of like, just really getting into it and starting to talk about all sorts of big picture issues. And it was just really great to see him and connect with him about some of the things we've been talking about and seeing in the survey. Some of the stats are frightening, and we're going to be unpacking those. And Again, it was just like, you think you're going to see folks and just be like, oh, how's your day going? What's going on? And then like, before you know it, you're like deep down a rabbit hole, just getting into really big questions. Um, so it was, it was great to see Chief Oates and, uh, at, the, at the event and, and so many people. It's just, gosh, we could spend like a whole podcast just talking about hallway run-ins, but <laughs> well, <laughs> it, was, it was great. But that's the whole point of these conferences. And I've, I've had numerous conversations with people that I met last year at FDIC. And it's the, it's the camaraderie, not just, you know, just FDIC. There's a Firehouse Expo and there are uh, like the New York Fire Chiefs uh, Conference. I know there's some of the big ones, but, um, you know, and there's also some really great regional ones where the, the, the conversations evolve to, uh, you know, help the fire service to help certain departments or it evolves to, Hey, I know so-and-so, or I just met so-and-so who's working on this and we, we need to talk to them. And, you know, uh, we were also able to, to meet with, uh, the FR1 staff and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the people that, um, you know, allow me to still sit in this <laughs> seat. And that was, uh, for me, a kind of a highlight just to see, you know, what their vision for what we're doing here is and to hear the response. Um, 
you know, I was surprised. I, I do have to say that we have now more than two listeners, your mom and my mom. I think we're up to like 15 because a couple people said, <laughs> I'm just kidding, of course. But um, it was great to have contact with people that um, are listening to us. And so, uh, you know, it, um, it, it, it also kind of ignites, hey, I, I'm trying to be better at this and uh, trying to, um, you know, make a better impact with, uh, with this, this kind of medium that we have. And, and it was so it was yeah. great to get support from, from, uh, you know, the, the powers that be at FRO one, uh, <laughs> you know, no, I, I fully back that up. It was interesting because while, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> while we know that people are listening, we have stats and things that we, we see, and we know a lot of people are listening, but we don't always get a, a ton of feedback. And so, and we don't always know who's listening exactly. And then, I can't tell you how many times at the show I'd be talking to someone and they'd be like, Oh yeah, I've been watching the podcast. I've been listening to the podcast. And I was like, really, you're listening. Like, wow. That's, and I was just very humbled. Yeah. Um, thank you. Thank you. First of all, for yes, listening, by the way, everyone. please do please spread the word. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, it, it's, it's been great to try to uh, hit different medians. Like we're not always talking about fire attack. We're not always talking about leadership. We're just trying to talk about, you know, things that, that happen day to day, we, we will include those, those topics, of course, but, uh, you know, hopefully just giving people things that will make their day better, make their shift better, make their life better. And, um, and to see so many people support that movement was great. And, and again, it goes back to what this was all about at FDIC. Everybody's trying to uh, utilize, you know, that, that brotherhood, that sisterhood to, um, you know, stay motivated to be better. And, yeah. uh, you know, the, the great conversations, the great meetings, um, there was also, you know, exhibit hall, which was great to see you got along into the exhibit hall a little bit more than I did. And I think you have a favorite, which, what did you like? What was your, your best swag? Oh, exhibit favorite. Kinda? Um, <clears throat> you know, I, I don't know if I have a favorite so much, but one thing that I keep thinking about is that electric blue, uh, carpet at the Drager booth it was like the bright blue looks like um you know football field it was designed to look like football field um and of course I've got pictures I'll put them in the show notes but there was it was uh pretty pretty impressive I mean there was like no missing it so hat it's, tip to Drager it, there and I think oh gosh it's is it boy I think Boise State is the yes co- is. is the is the football mm-hmm. team that has that blue carpet that you always think you got to adjust your TV <laughs> exactly um, you know you who know. you're watching when you see a Boise State football game on TV right. for sure right but you know my favorite uh, I got to see the the people from Crackle Magazine who are just they're crazy uh, they're I say they're my crazy Canadian friends eh um, but the, they had a pretty fun booth. I know they had they had Jason Patton there. Jason was all around the show. By the way, I did see him. I wasn't able to play our Barbie Girl walk up song because I just I happened to come up on him and said <laughs> hi. Um, so I, I think th- those are some of the cool things I'll, I'll remember. There were some very creative exhibits. Uh, they had an outdoor part uh, that I remember walking into one day. There's smoke and fire and hose lines going. I was like, this is. This is it, man. This is great. So uh, yeah. that's kind of what I'll remember on as far as like the exhibit hall and the booths and stuff. Well, and you got to take part in some of this stuff. So we we had you uh, sacrificing your body in, uh, <laughs> for <laughs> a few things. So 
you did the uh, IDEX Sam challenge where they had you uh, basically do a timed course with a traditional manual pump operation versus their Sam system. Um, and then we also had you uh, going into a, a little room to do your skin cancer check, um, which turned out just fine, fortunately. It was good. Yep. Yeah. Um, yep. But yeah, tell us, tell us a little bit about those experiences. Yeah. And you know, my, my experience at some of these shows is, is a little bit different. So, you know, when we talk about experience, these shows come to them. Look, I went to my very first show 10 years ago, over 10 years ago. And uh, I, I was a speaker and I remember sitting in the speaker room and I, I, I just introduced myself to like, at that point it was chief Sendelback, And then I met chief Salka and I, and from there, these friendships grow. And so, uh, you know, if you're, if, if you're at all thinking, well, I don't know as many people as Amp, like I, I honestly, it's, I don't know where <laughs> it, it evolves. And, um, and I get to do these fun events, uh, and, and, and you had mentioned, uh, we did the, um, the Sam challenge with IDEX and I also was able to do, um, a, a skin cancer screening and the Sam challenge was basically manual pumping pulling levers versus their SAM system, which is a computerized um, apparatus system, which I was kind of floored by, you know, the, it had sensors on nozzles. You had to push a couple different buttons and that was about it when it came to pumping. Um, and, uh, and I've talked to a couple of people about it and they're just like, well, what happens if this or if that? And, uh, and the, the IDEX people were like, we've tested this and it, it, it's, it's pretty accurate. So I, I think that's coming. It was great to kind of see a glimpse into the future right. uh, with that. And then, um, well, again, and real quick, we have the video of that too on our YouTube channel. So if you want to see Aaron running the course, at least a clip of it, check it out at our flashover TV on YouTube. Yeah. And it was like, again, it was great. Like I, they, they're saying, okay, flow one line, open your hydrant, uh, flow a second line, hit, get your pressures. And, you know, the difference was when I was doing it manually, I had to, you know, pull, pull levers a little bit, make sure I had to adjust and, and take into account hydrant pressure. Whereas the SAM system did it all for me. Um, and, uh, yeah, you could see that, that part of the challenge and, and, and how different it was and how much easier it was. The second part was a, a skin cancer screening that was offered free. And that was, um, to me, uh, one of the, one of the cool things you, all I did is sign up. It was from detect together and firefighter cancer, uh, support network. They offered that and went in, they gave you a really good recap and, and kind of an educational overview of why it's so important for, especially for first responders. And then literally she's like, well, let's, let's go do this. And, um, you know, didn't have to go naked or anything, but you know, take shirt off, take, go down to your shorts. And she compared, she's, there's a couple spots that I have, you know, since I'm almost 50 and she, uh, explained everything and she's like, Hey, yeah, your freckles are your freckles. And what you do is compare your freckles to your freckles. And, uh, it was great. Very educational. Uh, I wound up, I think getting a new friend there. Um, <laughs> yes, and that, this is also one of my one of my FDIC award moments, my didn't see that coming award is when you just like fully bear hug Dr. Candler and just thanked her for 
for everything she's doing. You know, she is a dermatologist. She specializes in this. She knows exactly what to look for. She really explained it in a very digestible, easy to understand way. Um, and I just thought that was so touching when you were just like, come here, this like big old bear hug. And, yeah. you know, she's doing amazing work. And I just, I, I think it's great that you showed her that appreciation because this was, that was a great, a great event and she, uh, a great service that they offered at the show. Yeah. She, I think she said she has done over 4,000 free skin cancer assessments on first responders in, in the state of Massachusetts. And her goal was to, that's where she's, she's from. And she's a training. She had two medical students there that she's training. And, and, and these people are volunteering their, their time. Gave full, full on skin, cream, skin, skin, skin cancers, uh, screenings, and they gave sunscreen for free. Um, and, and that, uh, the bit of information was, was awesome. And, uh, so yeah, I, I, I couldn't help but give her a little hug and thank her for what she's doing for, you know, for us. Uh, we gave her a little better every shift challenge coin. And, um, you know, uh, of course we said, we, we, we talk about it a little bit. If you have not gotten a, a skin cancer screening, make sure you do. Uh, yeah. Just due we'll to the fact, what's that? I'm sorry. Oh, I was going to say, we're going to have her on the show too. Um, and we do have a clip from your screening so people can see it. And it's not scary. We even have footage of the hug. So. Oh, we do. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. That was, I was a great, it was just a great experience. And then to, again, to talk to somebody who, you know, I asked her, I said, so what, what is the, what are you getting out of this? She's like, I just believe that every first responder needs to, to take, take this seriously. And so I'm donating my time. And I just thought that was great. Um, so again, one of the other really cool things that you can experience if you go to, um, any one of these conferences, you can look for some of these different kind of, uh, options and different, uh, you know, seminars. And then there's also events. We had the, uh, stop, drop rock and roll event with, through the national fallen firefighters foundation. What was your favorite song played there, by the way? Oh my gosh. There were so many songs. Um, I'm going to go with you two where the streets have no name. I think that was an early song they played. And I'll have to go with, I can't remember cause I was bouncing around and just <laughs> so excited to talk to everybody. <laughs> Um, I think that's where I lost you. You just sat down and you're like, I'm done following him around. <laughs> I had to, I had to bail for a minute. Um, but yeah, you, I think this is a good segue into the, um, new friends shout out, uh, segment of this episode, because I think it's impossible for you to answer this question because you were bouncing around so much. And, um, Literally, I just have to share this nugget of information real quick. At one point, <clears throat> I'm trying to figure out, you know, where did Sam go? And I come over, you're introducing me to all these folks. We sit down, there's a big group of us. I'm chatting with uh, one of the folks there. And at one point, I just said, oh, well, you know, how do you know Aaron? He's like, I don't know Aaron. I met him like five minutes ago. But of course... In true Aaron format, you had already like forged this bond and were acting like you guys had been fast friends for like, you know, 20 years. I'm like, that's just so Aaron, of course. Um, so yeah, new friends being made everywhere constantly. Um, and 
the NFFF event was definitely one of them. So do you have any uh, new friend shout outs you'd like to make? I um, met, uh, yeah, Chief Owen from, I, I mentioned earlier yeah. at the stair climb, uh, was, was a great, um, I got to uh, talk to a firefighter from Lexington, uh, about a save that was made and, and I may try to, uh, uh include, uh, him on at, at some point. Um, they, they uh, happened to, to make a, a save with, uh, Lexington fire department. And, and so I, I got uh, just a little overview of, you know, how that all went around and, and, you know, from there was just trying to talk to, um, Lieutenant Day about, you know, what happened and, and, and what you experienced. And, and, you know, it was just for him, it was just, it was a, a thought it was just another routine alarm call and it turned into making a save. So that was another friend that I, I made. I don't want to give away too much of that because I'd, I'd like to have him tell the story a little bit. So, um, yeah, a lot of, a lot of new faces, a lot of new friends. Of course I've messed up everybody's name. Cause that's just what I do. I can't pronounce anybody's name. Um, cause I get, I think it's cause I get nervous in my own head and say, don't mess up this name. Don't mess up this name. How about you? What, what about you? What's your favorite, uh, new face and, and friend? Oh, um, you know, I had the opportunity to meet Dr. Candace Ashby of the, uh, she's battalion chief with Indianapolis. And I sat in on her session and I spoke to her, um, after the session, uh, which was called leadership, uh, from the bottom up. It was a very, uh, energetic, powerful, uh, session. It really focused on this idea of like, you know, quit complaining and start doing something. Um, you know, you can't just blame the fire chief or the administration for all the woes in your life. You got to take some action yourself, take responsibility and accountability. But, um, yeah, so I spoke to her after the show and she was one of the folks who actually, when I introduced myself, she was like, Oh, I listened to the podcast. And I was like, no way. Amazing. Um, and yeah, so, uh, invited her on the show. So watch for her at some point, but, um, we had a good conversation and it was really nice, really nice to meet her. Um, and we wrote, I, I wrote up a, a session recap on that. If anyone is curious to read, uh, some of her highlights from that session. I think you actually have a new favorite quote from that session, right? Oh yeah. I did write something down here. Um, if you can't get it together at the firehouse, you won't get it together on scene. I just, I just thought that was really great because, you know, there's for all the dysfunction that can happen and that can kind of run amok in stations or departments. I mean, she did fully shout out that we've got to put to rest. Um, I believe her exact quote was the snaky backstabby bullshit that can go down at stations because, you know, this is supposed to be a brotherhood and a sisterhood, you know, and then you've got people throwing each other under the bus. And if you've got that kind of a culture, how on earth do you expect to run an efficient fireground operation? You know, I just thought that was a really good point. Yeah. I, I think the one takeaway, you know, I've talked to quite a few people that just, you know, summarize, Hey, what about, what did you find out about this event or, or this class? And, and, you know, just going around and asking about, you know, people who attended what their experiences were. And I think the the theme that I got was, you know, twofold. One is we need to get, get our egos checked at the door. 
number uh, because I think that can lead to all these other different things. Um, and of course, what the theme of uh, that we've had here on the show is that we need to get uncomfortable in order to grow. And and in some cases, those two things go hand in hand. You know, mm-hmm. it might be very very uh, uncomforting to get rid of that ego and ask questions and take criticisms constructively and ask you know informative questions with a fear maybe I'll I'll sound or look like an idiot but look I've made a career on that and now I got a podcast cuz I do ask those stupid questions <laughs> <laughs> um but I I really believe that um uh, that's the biggest theme and it's it, it's I- ironic that that um Dr. Ashby said the same thing and and you know of course the whole theme that we've had over the last you know, 12 podcasts, 13, 14, 15 podcasts is, um, you know, again, being uncomfortable, nothing good ever was accomplished from the comfort zone. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah. um, so the other question I have for you, because you are normally behind the scenes and, uh, and what I mean is that you've been in now working for either fire rescue one firehouse fire. I mean, you've, you've been in the fire service for almost 20 years writing and you you've pretty much edited some of the biggest names in the fire service and it it was funny to see like oh i i haven't met so and so face to face i've i've emailed anyone like your rolodex of members of the fire service by the way is pretty impressive cuz everybody we've met you're like oh yeah i've i i've emailed that person before i've talked to that person before and um but, but what was the one that you finally got to meet that you've talked to via you know video or email before? Oh my gosh, there are many. Um, you know, one person I got to meet that I had never met, which is insane to me uh, since we've emailed so much, um, worked together in various capacities over the years, actually uh, Jennifer Williams, uh, this she's a senior content specialist with UL's um, Fire Safety Research Institute. And, you know, FSRI does such great work. I've known, you know, Steve Kerber, Gavin Horn, Dan Matrikowski, the whole gang over there for a long time. But I don't believe I'd ever met Jennifer Williams, who is really like making the magic happen behind the scenes, just just killing it all the time. So it was great to meet her. Um, I also uh, got to connect with uh, Captain Brad French from Dayton, Ohio. He has written some great content for Fire Rescue One, and uh, I, I ran into him at the Stop, Drop, Rock and Roll event. Great to see him. Um, yeah, I, f- I feel like there's just like, too many to name because I feel like so much of our world exists over emails and webinars, um, and then you finally get to these shows, and it's so great. But something like FDIC, part of the problem with how big it is, I mean, I had a list like 20 people deep of folks like try and find or connect with this person at the show. And, you know, I think maybe I saw five to seven of them at some point because everyone's just in so many different places doing so many different things at any given time. And, you know, I had a couple people text me and say like, I've been looking for you at the booth, but you're in the wind. And I'm like, I know, I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm trying, I'm doing my best to get around and everyone's in the exact same boat. You know, every single person has to be at, you know, 12 different sessions or events. Uh, so it can be, it can be hard to make those connections. But um, what about you? Did you, 
finally got to meet anyone that you had been dying to meet? Actually, um, no, I, you know, I've met, I, I don't want this to come out the wrong way. I've been able to meet face to face with most, most of the, most of my interactions are, you know, um, on, on video, you know, I said hi to Jason Patton, uh, you know, saw chief Lee, saw chief Salka and, um, you know, so it was great to just say hi. Uh, I saw Chief Keegan from Illinois Fire Safety Institute, who uh, yeah. we will have on hopefully fairly soon here. There's a great backstory uh, with Chief Keegan and I, and uh, I won't give that away too much. But, um, you know, for the most part, it was just great to see, you know, familiar faces and see so many people. And, um, you know, so I, I will... Um, always remember that about this particular FDIC is just the energy was back. And yeah. again, there's so many people, uh, you know, my friend Dave, I wasn't able to contact and, um, there, the list is bigger that of people that I didn't see than what I did, but, um, yeah. hopefully everybody was able to, to take something from it, you know? Um, well, on, and on that note, did you have any like missed opportunities at the show or like an event you wish you had gotten to, but didn't, you know, I, I wish I would have actually gone one day earlier just to, um, so I could at least say hi to, you know, we have some listeners. It was be great to always, it's always great to connect and, and, and see them. And, you know, so my biggest regret is to not have gone a day earlier. And, and, you know, my, in all honesty, it is not easy for me to do what we experienced. I'll be a hundred percent honest. Like I'm very kind of quiet in a way, like, um, (laughs) no, can I throw Uh, a red flag? (laughs) You, you can, you can, you can't, but, um, it takes a lot of energy to, to, to run around and, and, and meet people. And there's times where like, I, I'm not, I have, I'm not as, I'm actually more comfortable just sitting back and being, you know, uh, kind of in the back of the classroom at times. Um, but over the last couple of years, um, you know, this podcast has helped me do that. And along with some other people in my life who have said, you know, you, you're, it's, you're, you're good at it. And, um, you know, I think it goes along with it's, I'm not very comfortable with it yet. And so if it comes across as I am, just know I'm as full of crap as everyone else. And that I'm trying to practice what we preach here and, be uncomfortable, be better at, um, greeting people, having conversations, shaking hands, trying to make eye contact. You know, one of the things I didn't want to do is be in my phone the entire time as I'm talking to someone. And, um, you know, looking back, I think I, I did fairly well with that. And there were some conversations that I had with people I was in my phone and, and I, I feel bad about that. And so it's just trying to be better and utilizing not only what we learn at the conference, but the interactions we have at the conference to try to make an impact, you know, cause yeah. we, we don't know again, when we're ever gonna right? COVID took a lot from us and it could easily come back. And so being able to experience these things, I'm very appreciative for this opportunity to be here with you. And, you know, again, thank you to fire rescue one and, you know, for all the people that stopped and said, hi, we, we like what you guys are doing. Appreciate you. Cause you're, you're motivating me to be better and hopefully, 
that's going back at you to, to, to do the same. But, um, you know, I, I just had to, I had to get that out cause I'm exhausted. Like I have to take like about an hour, um, you know, just to kind of, to recoup and, you know, obviously work out and do some things, but, um, but I'm trying to practice what we preach. So uh, apparently it's, it's working. And, uh, I, I appreciate you being there. How about you? Any regrets, any things that you wanted to see? Oh gosh. Um, well, first of all, just real quick, I have to say you're speaking my language there because I am an introvert at heart. So, you know, like you said, it's, it's kind of outside my comfort zone all the time to be on, so to speak, and just like the go, go, go. Um, I'm used to go, go, go in my office, but not so much like um, just chatting with everyone in the world. I love it, but it takes a little extra something for me because it's just not my natural mode. So you're, you're speaking my language there. Um, but it's it's always so positive afterwards and it's always such a good experience and I always come back so energized um but yeah speaking of the go 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 to your question um you know one thing that comes to mind is like I was rushing to go out to cover the firefighter challenge which was uh happening at the show uh in the outside area and I love watching the firefighter challenge it's just you know, those, the toughest, toughest two minutes in sports. I love it. Mm -hmm. It's, it's fun to watch. Um, but at one point I, I think I had like ventured away to cover something else that was happening outside. And then I realized I missed that they were interviewing. I could like just barely hear it. So I kind of missed my moment to, to go watch and, and clap, but they were interviewing a Ukrainian firefighter who has participated in the challenge. And I could, you know, I could kind of hear, uh, the speech he was giving and it just sounded really amazing and powerful. And so I, that was like a little missed moment for me. Um, but you know, I, it was just such a great experience overall. I, I feel like I was able to check a lot of boxes and, and hit a lot of things. I mean, there's probably a million other things I didn't get to see, um, that would have been fantastic if I had happened upon them at the right moment, but you know, stars have to align at, at these events. Right. Um, but yeah, it was just great overall. And a lot of this is what you make of it. And, mm -hmm. you know, there are, there are so many different social things that go on at conferences like this. And, and we, we actually were, we, we partaken or we partook in some of those, but I think the biggest places for growth are just the conversations, the interactions and, um, you know, of course, the classroom, anytime you're learning about your profession, the, the, the better off you're going to be. And yeah, that's the main thing, which is why we decided to do this, this particular podcast uh, with uh, kind of our bests and updates and, uh, you know, from FDIC. Again, it doesn't have to be any, doesn't have to be FDIC, it can be any conference, but we're encouraging you to, to get out there, to learn, to interact, to have conversations, to, um, you know, utilize each other and, and get a, get a little fire within yourselves by, uh, talking with others. Um, so, um, you can, uh, again, follow better every shift podcast at, um, our YouTube channel. And, uh, these shorts are on the YouTube channel of me doing these things. Is that right? Yeah. We've got a lot of you running around the show. And that can be found at, um, the fire rescue one YouTube channel. 
And then you can also watch Better Every Shift on that particular channel, which I highly recommend. The shorts part, um, what we're talking about are just 30 second, 60 second clips of me sweating at the the stair climb of me getting my skin checked. Uh, Apparently there's a nice little moment of me and the doctor there hugging, uh, thanking her for uh, everything that she does. And um, so with that, one more thing, most memorable moment, Janelle? Memorable moment for me is the stair climb. I was really glad to um, just be a part of that watching, covering, you know, from the reporter aspect and just seeing the camaraderie and it's just a really touching moment and really proud of everyone who participated in that. Yeah, I think for me, it would be finishing that. Um, I did meet a, a, a woman from Wisconsin who this was her third stair climb. And, um, along the way, I, you know, she was, she was by me and along the way she took a little rest and, and in my head, I just thought she's going to finish this one. She's going to finish this one. So I actually went back after I finished and kind of climbed up some more stairs to see. And sure Aww. enough, here she came with this big smile on her face. And when she saw me, she just smiled. And I said, you're going to finish this today. And she was, she looked great. Like she looked strong. And, you know, so I gave her a little hug and I remember just, uh, you know, when you finish this event, you get to ring the bell and you salute uh, the honor guard who stands there the entire time, by the way, it's very impressive. And just seeing her, her light up a little bit and watching people finish. And I think just, uh, you know, being able to step back a couple of times and watching people interact again was something I'll always remember. And hopefully it's something that we can continually experience. Um, and, um, looking forward to our next conference and, uh, to next year. And for um, everyone else, listen, by the way, thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being um, a support to, uh, to our movement here. And uh, again, you can follow us at Better Every Shift at FireRescue1.com. You can email the show. You can also follow us on the Fire Rescue One YouTube channel. But most importantly, everybody, hopefully you take something from this uh, and, and you utilize every single day, every single shift to learn something, do something and share something to make you and those around you better every shift. Thank you for listening.